everyone, and welcome to Gorgab. I am your host, Uncle Ponyboy, and I am here with my hetero life mate, DJ Gill. And this week, we are going to do the giant pile of shit, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw 3D. 3D. We watched it in 2D. Though, yeah, we watched it in 2D. Really, if you're watching it in 2D, it's just called Texas Chainsaw. Right. Which, just fuck this movie. Man. Yeah, it, I, it's pretty terrible, man. I... I so, uh, maybe. I mean, I, I say that, but I kind of loved it. Well, I mean, I guess it was enjoyable if you are looking for something really shitty to watch, which, I mean, that's kind of what we do, but... Yeah, it was just, it was really, an, it was it was super, it was like watching a comedy. Like, like most of the movies that we watch and that we talk about on here are, are like, old 70s, 80s movies, so, you know, with a budget... The budget that they had and and what they were trying to do, like it, I mean, understandably shitty. Right. This movie is like two years old. Yeah. No. This, so this movie came. When did this come out? Two thousand thirteen, I think. Yeah, something it's like maybe that. like three years. I old, honestly don't even care when it came. No, out. No, it really doesn't matter because it shouldn't have come out. The only person that I even know, like in the oh Trey Songs, Trey Songs is in this movie, mm-hmm. and uh, Alexander Daddario. Yes. Who's going to be in the new Baywatch movie? So. That sounds... Most people know her from her boobs on True Detective. (laughs) That's the only... I I mean, I know her from Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief. Right, yeah. Um, Okay. But, yeah, I guess other people maybe know her because of her boobs. Boobs, yeah. Yeah, mostly boobs. She's a a boob fame person. Yeah, she is. She's definitely a boob fame person. Of boob fame. Yeah, so... I don't know. I, we're gonna try to like change up our format a little bit. I think. I mean, we've been we've been pretty much going through these movies like beat by beat and talking about it one hundred percent from start to finish. And I, I can see how that would be super boring if you <laughs> haven't watched the movie. Yeah. So we're gonna try and just hit. We're gonna give you like an overview of kind of what happens, and then just talk about some things we want to talk about. Because I mean, it's. I mean, there, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot to talk about in this movie. It is a pile of shit. I mean, yeah, we could walk all the way through this thing uh, and talk about it piece by piece. Like, there, if, you took, if you took everybody's shit in the county that I live in and you piled it into one big area, this is that shit-piling site. Dude, it's... That, that, that's this movie. Yeah, it's... I don't know what... Anyone involved with this movie thought they were doing. Well, what's weird about it is it's almost like a, it's like a like a reboot almost, but it's I don't know. It's so weird, man. Yeah. I don't... yeah so, do we have any information about like the director or anything? I mean, I'm sure you guys. No, I didn't know. I did no research. Yeah, none. So... Usually, I usually I look this stuff up and we like write it down before we start. But this movie, I was just like, I don't care. This guy, the guy that directed it, um, did. Some other television shows and stuff, but he has not really done any other movies or anything like that. And I mean, you'll watch this, yeah, and you'll so. you'll know exactly why. The other thing I thought was interesting was that this this movie had, I, th- well, I want to say it was like a sixteen million dollar budget or something like that. Good lord, it had man. a large budget, but it made more at the box office than they spent on it. I think so, half of that went. For Daddario's boobs. <laughs> I don't know, man, but you could technically say this movie was a box office, box office <laughs> success. A box office. A box office. That's uh, from from now on. That's what we're calling yeah. any movie that is a box office success. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> box office. A box office. Uh, 
So yeah, I mean, technically this was a successful movie. I don't know why. I don't understand it, man. I, I mean, yeah, I mean... It, it had to be the name. I mean, it had to be like the name thing. I mean, people were like, oh, let's go see that new Texas Chainsaw right. movie. Right, I mean, really, any Texas Chainsaw movie that they make, people are going to go watch. That's true. So it doesn't matter whether it's a heaping pile of shit. It's still going to get watched. And honestly, some of the other reboots of Texas Chainsaw that they've done have been decent movies. Right. I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan myself, but... They're not. They're not bad. Man, it's, it's just really pathetic. What <laughs> the way this movie turned out, considering that they were working with a budget that big for a horror movie, man. I mean, sixteen million dollars. Yeah, you can do a lot more than they did. John Le- John uh, Lucen Hoop. Oh yeah, that's right. That's the guy that directed Le- this. Lucen Le- Le- Hoop. Lucen Hoop. I don't know why we keep stuttering the first part of his name, but it's a hard name to say. So yeah, he did Texas Chainsaw, and in fact, that was the last movie that he did. And you were right; it was 2013 when it came out. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just a really terrible movie all around. And there's like no redeeming quality, like unless, you, like I said, you're going in like, man, this is gonna suck and it's gonna be awesome. Uh, so. Honestly, though, just, I mean, we need to be transparent here in our review of this movie. We did not watch it in 3D. We didn't. So, I mean, maybe it's way better in 3D. It could be great in 3D. There was a, there was a scene in the movie where he throws a chainsaw, and it's like... <clears throat> directly at the camera. Yeah, and it's clearly shot to be, like, they knew they were making a 3D well, movie. Well, they were, they were doing, like, a 1970s 3D, though. Like, that, that's something you would do, like, back in the... Like, you know, nowadays, it's all, like... All the 3D stuff's like it's all about depth. It's like an immersive like environment. I couldn't see this movie being that way. No, no. So like the only thing that's I the only thing that could be 3D in this movie is like shit that pops out at you. Right. Yeah. And so I mean, it's not like movies now where like everything is in 3D. Right. Yeah. It's just like every now and then something is in 3D. Yeah, like a chainsaw flying. At your, at, at your face, yeah. So to correct my earlier statement, this movie had a budget of twenty million. Jesus, and fuck, that is crazy. And it made forty-seven point two at the box office. All right, so so in comparison, Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out in the seventies, and its budget was one hundred and forty thousand dollars. Right. Right. Somewhere in that, in you know, right around there, and it is a far superb. Oh God, film. man, so much better. So let's let's start talking about this. It's so let's kind of run through the storyline. Like what what happens in this movie? So Daddario plays this girl that is related to the Hewitt family or the Sawyer family. I don't know the name changes. I don't know is it Hewitts or Sawyers? So in this? I I don't quite. Remember the details, but essentially what happens is she is the child of one of the someone in the te- in the like chainsaw murdering family. Saw's family in the Saw's family. <laughs> uh, so, but she once the whole plot of this movie is like she inherits a the house, the house, yeah, and she goes back there. But to preface all that. You find out that... So this movie starts with, like, scenes from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, it's so terrible. In the credits. In the credits. And then it, like, basically starts off where Texas Chainsaw Massacre ends. And they try and do, like, a one-for-one, like, 
they don't have any of the same actors, but like it's supposed to be all the same characters. Right, yeah. And yeah. like dude, it's just like it, that doesn't work, but no. so basically it's the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The cop pulls up to the house. Oh yeah, and yeah, then yeah. all these rednecks like from the town come up to the house. It's like a redneck militia. Right. And then they just start <clears throat> shooting at the house and killing every person in the Sawyer family. Children, women, grandparents. Right. It's who, um, whoever's in the way of their and so the redneck goal, reign of terror. Right, the goal is to kill Leatherface <laughs> and right. everyone in his family. They just decided to kill everybody. Right. And so uh, that is... But, but then at the end of the night... One of the ladies from in the house is holding her baby and about to die, and one of the rednecks steals her baby, and that is Dario's character. character. <clears throat> yeah, so she inherits the uh, family house, the the Leatherface family home, right? And she's got a she's got a shitty home life. She's like a works as like a meat packer, yeah, or something. So she she and she's got these like horrible parents. Her dad tells her that her mom. Has a bad uterus. So that's why they stole her. Yeah, yeah. Like you're, well, you're, we had to take you because your mom had a bad uterus. Or, right. You know, like just, They're not much better than the Sawyers. No. Probably worse, or, actually. I don't know. So, like, this whole movie basically tries to play on, like, well, what, what, what if the Sawyers were the victims? Right, yeah. Yeah, it kind of, like, turns it around to where <laughs> Leatherface and his family were, like, the victims of... Uh, Domestic terrorism, basically. <laughs> right, which... At the hands of the, the county rednecks. Right, so it's just kind of a shitty idea for a It's movie. fucking <laughs> stupid, is what it is. It's really stupid. Uh, right, so, I mean... So basically, she, she breaks the news to all of her friends that she's like, all right, guys, I inherited this house. I, you know, I gotta go check it out or whatever. Right. The plot, the plot points are inconsequential. They don't matter. The plot thickens. Yeah, yeah, so... They, her friends basically talk her into a road trip to go look at the house to go check this house out. Yeah, so they are they're all gonna go. Her and a, a group of her friends couldn't tell you any of their names or who they are or who played these characters except, except Trey, for Trey Songs. Except for old Trey Songs. Trey Songs kills it in this movie. Oh yeah, great. Doesn't really. I mean, he's in it. Yeah, really, just uninspirational uh, performances by all all around involved. Yeah. Yep. All all the way around, yeah. So they go on they go on this uh, they go on this road trip. You know, some some stupid stuff happens in between them leaving and them getting to the house. They stop at a gas station and run into like a cowboy or something. Right, some like, dude. They hit him with their car. He's that guy that you that you know in high school that was like, I'm gonna drop out of high school and I'm gonna rope fucking. Cows, right. yeah, you know, I'm, I'm joining the PBR. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm hitting the bull circuit. Yeah, and they actually don't they hit him with their van? Yeah, they hit him with their so car. hard that his shirt unbuttons. <laughs> yeah, so he's <laughs> it's like pouring rain. They're pulling out of the gas station. They run into him, and his shirt flies open. Literally, just unbuttons and flies open to yeah. show his his uh, sculpted Adonis body. Yeah, he does look nice. Does he have a guitar? Uh, I don't think so. He's not carrying maybe, a guitar. Maybe I, don't I know. feel like he should have been carrying. A he should have. Yeah, probably. Uh, so then they they go to the house, and you know, I mean, that's pretty much where it starts to take off. They, you know, they party. They, it's the uh, 
that classic horror movie trope where they all go to this house and they're like, oh shit, yeah, let's get wasted. Right. They all start to party in this new house that she's inherited. Um, which the redneck guy or the cowboy guy they picked up, I, I'm trying. I'm having a hard time distinguishing between the rednecks and the cowboys. Yeah. Right now. So the, the what happens is they pull up to the house and they decide that they're gonna go get some steaks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, hey, they, who's gonna go get steaks? And they decide to leave the redneck guy or not the redneck. I'm sorry, the cowboy guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At the house. So you're doing it too. He, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna tidy up while they're gone and basically he proceeds to try and like steal all the shit from the house right yeah and he's so he's basically just like a piece of shit right with a great body and he finds his way into the secret door in the kitchen and down yeah. into the basement yeah so they're all gone and he's still doing his thing meandering stealing things so I mean I don't know if this was his plan to begin with like to, to find somebody maybe he ran out in front of the van Maybe, Maybe he unbuttoned his shirt before the van hit him. Maybe. It's possible. <clears throat> we don't know his intelligence level, but he is stealing like <laughs> candlesticks and yeah. silverware, which I know that's always used in like movies and stuff, but like is that shit really worth that much money? Well, and first of all, how in the fuck is this house so nice? Yeah, so the whole thing was like there was a surviving old lady uh that was a member of the Sawyer family, and she Apparently is rich as fuck. Yeah. And when she dies, she leaves the house to uh, Dario. <laughs> and so, anyways, yeah, they're surprised at how nice it is. Anyways, they're off on their steak run. He's stealing. Yeah. And he makes his way down into the secret basement area. And then we just start start in with all the really shitty, like... <clears throat> Throwbacks and like. Well, I mean, there wasn't there, there weren't even any kills in this movie that I was just like, oh shit, that was sweet, you know, like. No, there was one that was kind of cool. Like you know, like for example, like Intruder, which is a, a, an episode we recently did. Like it, it was boring for the first you know hour of the movie, but when the kills kick in, they're good. It's kind of worth watching it just for that. I mean, you know, this it wasn't like that. It was like an hour of shit followed by. 30 minutes of shit, basically. All hilarious, though. Oh, it was funny. <laughs> we were laughing the whole time. All hilarious. So, uh, and, and actually, Daddario at one point goes out and finds all the Sawyer family gravestones. That's when everybody leaves for the stakes. Okay. So then the, the cowboy starts stealing stuff. He gets killed by Leatherface. Yeah, he gets down in the basement, and that's where we see the... Like, I, he hits him with a hammer, right? It's, dude, it's literally the exact same scene from the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie where the dude walks in and Leatherface appears for the first time and comes around the corner with, like, a sledgehammer and hits the guy over the head with it and kills him. I mean, yeah. that's literally what happens to that's this exactly guy. That's exactly what happens. I think it's the exact same doorway and everything. Yeah, so they've got he's got that, like, sliding metal door down yeah. there, which is, again, just... I don't know, man. Like the whole movie, they're just like they're literally just playing off of everything from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, no, yeah, and that just doesn't work. Well, then right after that, we meet Clint Eastwood's son. Yeah, so they're in town picking up steaks, and they run into the sheriff and the mayor. Yeah, the mayor, yeah, or something, and like somebody who we will find out later was one of the rednecks involved in the shooting. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and because uh, of course, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, so 
Anyways, they get their stakes, they come back, and they realize that he's taken everything, and he's they think he's gone. First of all, Scott Eastwood sounds like he does not have a brain in his fucking skull. Yeah, not a good actor. He comes off, like, I don't understand how this guy's getting rolled. Like, if I was a, a casting director, and I watched Texas Chainsaw 3D, and I was like... You know, I was thinking about fucking hiring Scott Eastwood for this movie. I would watch this movie and be like, no fucking way would I ever have this guy in any movie that I made. No. He's not a good actor. Not at all. No. In no not at all. Yeah. It's, we'll leave it It's literally it's just who who he is. Yeah, yeah. So they, that's so they, what that's how he gets roles. <laughs> yeah. So they go back to the house, they have a big toast, everybody's happy. Cowboy guy's gone, but they don't really care because he's been Stealing all the shit. It's right. like noticeable that this guy's been ransacking the house, basically. Right. They're pissed off about it, but they decide to get over it. Yeah. So then this guy who we will call Aaron Bass, because he looks like Lance Bass and <laughs> was it Aaron Carter? No, no, no. It was uh, the guy from uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, Aaron Paul. Yeah, Aaron Paul. Yeah, he looks like a combination of the Aaron Carter. That's where I go. I'm a huge Aaron Carter fan. <laughs> You're mixing your Backstreet anytime, Boys and <laughs> Anytime I see the name Aaron, I Aaron Carter. Go, Aaron, oh, Aaron Carter's Aaron, in this? Aaron Wait, Carter? Is Aaron Carter in this is movie? It, is it? Oh, Aaron Carter's not in the Backstreet Boys, but that was Nick Carter. Gillis, like, throwbacks to the original movie in this that are, like, they're so heavy-handed, there's, like, no impact at all. Like, it's like... He, like so, this guy Aaron Bass gets thrown up on a meat hook, just like the girl in the original movie, where Leatherface comes in, grabs her, and, and just basically tosses her up with the meat so, hook into her back. So they did this on Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the one that has Jessica Beale in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they did that on that one as well, but it, I, yeah. like that was done a lot. But more, see, like in my opinion, that's one of the. And I don't understand why that movie gets so much hate because, in my opinion, that's one of the better remakes that they've done. Yeah, it, well, and so, but also in that one, they took it and they have, like, the dude that got his leg cut off, he, like, packs that salt. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then, like, sticks it on his... Yeah. And, like, like, that just takes it, like, one step further. So they t they've taken the trope from the first movie yeah, and yeah. reworked it into, like, a new way... This right. dude, this dude just like gets thrown up on the meat hook. Yeah, yeah. Or hit with a meat hook and whatever. It's terrible. It's not the great. whole thing's terrible, yeah, man. There, I mean, honestly, there are there are there was one part of the movie where I was like, "That's cool." <laughs> yeah. Have hey, we got? We, are we there yet? Hey, it happens to the guy. I don't know when it's at. It doesn't it, really matter. Yeah, really. no, it doesn't. But so basically, the guy that gets thrown up on the meat hook at some point, Leatherface like. Saws him in half. Oh yeah, yeah, and, that was cool. And that one looked cool as shit. That was cool, yeah. But that was the only good one. I agree with you on that. That was definitely like the best gore scene. And see, that's that's the thing too. Is like, it seems like ever since the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake came out, ever since that came out, it's like they all they've tried to do with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies is make them as violent as possible. Which, so the original one was a lot of implied violence. There wasn't a lot of on-screen... Like, it's it's mind-blowing to me now that that movie was, like, banned and people hated it so much and he had a hard time... Toby Hooper had a hard time finding distribution for it because it was so, so violent and so intense. But there there were way more violent movies out there before it came out. Yeah, you know? well, and like, I don't know. This one, this movie does not portray violence very... I don't remember... Like, it didn't seem no, violent to me at not, all. Not like, like a... 
like the beginning, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning was right. was pretty pretty yeah, violent, yeah. pretty so, gory. So I'm just, I mean, just speaking on like a horror movie that comes out in 2013 that is rated R. Yeah, it was rated R, right? This one. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, there is not much to make this rated R for me. I think when someone grabs somebody's dick and says "price check," that makes it right. Maybe right. automatically rated R. <laughs> So I guess we could circle back to this because it kind of ties into where we're at right now. Right, so, yeah, yeah. So while they're on their steak shopping spree... Yeah. Um, Getting them steaks. One of Daddario's, her best friend, walks down the aisle and Daddario's boyfriend is looking at some frozen pizzas or something. Probably steaks. And Daddario's friend grabs his dick and says, Price check. Yeah. Uh, and he says, that was like one time after... 17 spritzers. Yeah, so he apparently drank 17 spritzers and had sex with Daddario's best friend. Which, this is Trey Songs, by That's the Trey way. Trey Songs. Uh, so Great role. Dadar- Great role. Yeah, Daddario's boyfriend has basically just been cheating on him. Yeah. On her. With her best friend. Yeah, yeah. So, tells you the kind of people we're working with yeah. here. These are some good guys. Yeah, uh, so that ties in because... So, the dude gets... Stuck up on the meat hook. Yeah. And then Daddario finds him or somehow realizes that Leatherface is in the house. And she's like running around trying to get help. And she can't find her best friend and Trey Songs because they're in the barn having sex. They're, yeah, they're getting down. Uh, and and it, it was funny because he like totally shuts her down. He's like, nah, man, that was after 17 sprinters. Yeah, yeah, you're, like, you're like, okay, maybe this guy's like learned his lesson. He's not going to do it again. Oh, well, fuck you anyway. But yeah, it's cool. We'll just do it in this bar. We'll just have sex. I am an R&B superstar. Uh, so anyways, uh, Daddario runs out of the house. Uh, I, you know, uh so what, how does she? How does this happen? I don't, I don't remember how this happened. Okay, so she she finds like the butler's. The yeah, little, she like, like she finds the. You called it a butler's pantry, and now it's, it's not a butler's pantry. No, but that's what I wrote down. <laughs> but so now I'm referring to it as a butler's pantry. Listen, the, we're we're calling a guy Aaron Bass. Yeah. Because, so so butler's she, pantry will have to fine, do. That's fine. Uh, she walks in there and finds Leatherface in. Just the most stupid mask. Of, this is the Dude, first time we see okay. his face in this movie. It is fucking terrible. It is the worst. Like, Leatherface's mask has, has looked retarded before, right? I apologize for using the word retarded, but it looks really <laughs> stupid. That, that makes it sound even worse that I said that to begin with. Yeah, no. I mean, it do, like it looks like uh, like a, it just doesn't look good a lot of the times. Well, see, I've seen Texas Chainsaw Master of the Next Generation, which you have not. No. In that one, he wears lipstick. (laughs) Like, and and it's... I mean, this is worse than that to me. I mean, this is like... I wrote down it looked like a goblin mask. There's no good way to describe it. It just doesn't look good. It looks fucking stupid. Yeah, it looks really stupid, but... It doesn't even look like skin, like, like, stitched together. It just looks like... Plastic... It looks like paper fucking mache or something. Yeah. Well, uh, so she walks in and finds him in his stupid mask. Yeah. And she's uh, cu- he's cutting off Aaron, Aaron Bass's, Bass's fingers. Yeah. He has like his hands 
he like cut one of his hands off. Yeah, yeah. And like has it in a jar. Yeah. Or maybe it's one of the cowboys' hands. I don't fucking know. Who knows? But he's just He's cutting some of He's basically just got up. some scissors and he's just like cutting his fingertips off into a bowl. Which I don't understand. I don't never mind. Right, right. I mean, like, what does he do? It, it it's interesting to think about. I mean, I guess. Because, like, why is he cutting this guy's fingers off? Yeah, like, who who was, like... So, I mean, I understand that, like... like listen, if you're going to dress a human for eating them, you're not going to cut their fucking fingers yeah, off. Yeah, it's just like he was, like, just playing with the body parts. You don't, you don't kill a deer and then clip their hooves off. And then just, like, play with them. And then just... <laughs> See, and that's... They, they tried to add stuff to the mythology, I think, in this movie in a lot of ways, and it just didn't work in any no, way. I, so, he... Anyways, he, uh... He puts, they, he puts, he knocks her out. Yeah, he knocks her out, takes her down to the basement. And this is where the dude gets cut in half with yeah, the chainsaw. Yeah, he puts Aaron Bass on a meat hook. Yeah. And then just cuts him in half with a chainsaw. And it's a pretty cool scene, man. I like, I like, the, I remember, I had totally forgotten about that until you brought it up a minute ago. But he, like, that's a good. That's a good kill. Uh, it is, yeah. So she wakes up and somehow escapes. Yeah, this is when, okay, so she is running away, literally trips and falls on like there's like a force, like it's like a stoop or something, and she like, there's like four or five yeah, steps. Yeah, she runs out the front door and falls down the steps. She somehow falls down the steps, runs a little bit further to where like the graveyard area yeah, right. is. There's a fence that's like knee high. No, it's not even, it's like one of those like little things you surround your garden with that's like yeah. a foot tall. Probably made out of plastic. Yeah. She trips over this and falls flat on her fucking face. Right. I mean... I understand that, like, that's like a whole, that's another horror movie trope that's been used over and over again is the people's inability to run yeah, without like, falling. Just tripping and falling constantly. But this thing, so it's like full, like, full moon moonlight outside, and she somehow doesn't see this. Doesn't see this fence. fucking sense and trips over it and falls. Then she hides in a grave. Yeah, so, uh, Earlier in the movie, Leatherface gets really sad. Yeah, earlier in the movie, <laughs> Leatherface dug up the dead lady and yeah. put her body upstairs. Yeah, and so there's just this open, great like casket, and so she just decides to crawl in it. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's her genius plan. Yeah, there's no way he'll ever look in this giant fucking hole in plain sight that he just watched me climb into. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, exactly. So, yeah. so he. Cuts it open with the chainsaw. Yeah, and then the uh, Trey Songs, uh-huh. he hears this chainsaw attack happening. Right, comes running out of the barn or wherever the fuck they're at with right. Dario's best friend, and he's like adjusting his Trey Songs penis right. in his pants, and runs out and. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember what happened I, right here. Honestly, at some somehow. She gets away, and they run back into the barn, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, they decide to latch the. They're they like think that they're safe because they've put the wooden latch of the barn door down. Yeah, and they don't they all get in the van and like try to escape together and try to crash through the gate. Well, yeah. So they so they climb in the van. So first of all, here's what happens: is they're they're in the <laughs> barn and they. Like these big wooden barn doors, they swing them closed and they drop the two by four that like locks the the barn door. Yeah, and yeah. they expect that to hold against a guy with a chainsaw, a fucking wooden door, which is made to cut wood. 
<laughs> All he has to do is slide it between the door. It's literally and what it, it was designed down. for. Right. And he's in. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. so they, they he starts like cutting through the door. And they climb into the van. Yeah, and try to run away. And try and run away. And so they are trying to leave the property. And Trey Songs decides he's just going to ram the gate to get it to fall down. And this scene was absolutely hilarious. Dead fucking stop. Yeah, they they just smash into the <laughs> gate and it just destroys the van. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, then they he like attacks the the uh the tire with his chainsaw. Yeah. That's after they so they do they they get through basically they run it into the gate. Yeah. They back up. They get the car started again and back up and the gate just opens. It swings yeah, open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, they're driving off Leatherface hits the tire with the chainsaw, and that causes the van to flip. Yeah, the van flips. <laughs> they escape, and they run to the county fair, and Leatherface is... Just follows them. He's chasing them through the county fucking uh, fair, yeah. man. There in is front a, of like a thousand fucking people. There is a scene in this movie with Leatherface running through the county fair Yeah, with his chainsaw above his head, and people just like running away. And Daddario escapes by hanging from a fucking Ferris wheel car. Yes. <laughs> the way you said that, it was like that was totally plausible. Uh-huh. Yes. That's exactly how I would have escaped. So she, yeah, she goes up the Ferris wheel one side and is coming down the other side and he's just standing there waiting for her on the other side. Yeah. And is this when uh, Scott Eastwood, Scott shows, Eastwood up. shows yeah. up and he's getting ready to shoot at... He's like, oh, he's this like, is that freeze. great 3D shot. Right, and so Leatherface is about to cut her up because she's about to get off the Ferris wheel. Yeah. By the way, I just want to I just want to mention real quick that Scott Eastwood is still fucking terrible and right here well, as yeah. well. He basically yells freeze, Leatherface turns and like throws his saw at him. First of all, first of all, a chainsaw has a fucking trigger. Trigger on right. it. So you throw a chainsaw, it's not going to do a goddamn thing, but maybe knock somebody over for a second. Yeah, I mean, it could cut you. Like, well, yeah, but... But it's like it's not going to cut you in half. Man, I so wish I so or, wish it would have hit somebody and like cut them in half or something. Right, that would have made this movie just... That would have been a ten-stabber for me <laughs> if that would have happened. <laughs> if that had happened, uh, everything we've said bad about the movie would be... We wouldn't be saying anything bad. No, we'd be be like, "Holy shit, this movie was amazing!" Please, guys, watch this movie. But that did not happen. No, no, no. Uh, So where do we go from here? Well, she She, gets she gets taken to the police station by Scott Eastwood, right? Okay, and she sees newspaper like clippings and stuff about uh, the the local heroes that murdered her, basically her whole family. So basically, the cops put her in a holding room. Uh, with every piece of evidence that lets her figure out exactly who she is <laughs> yeah. and what happened to her what family. I What I found hilarious is that on the newspaper clippings, like front page of the local newspaper is all the rednecks that murdered her family holding body parts right. in the air. Right, yeah. Like, where the fuck is this at? Like, where this is something that is okay to do? Texas. Oh, shit, you're right. Texas chainsaw. Boom. Mind blown. <laughs> he just blew my mind, man. But yeah, so there she figures it out. She somehow I don't know. Somehow goes through like every piece of evidence in this police station. Listen, this movie is held together by threads. 
the whole plot of this movie, you know, is doesn't really make sense. No, it's really stupid. And uh, threads, lots of threads hold this together. Yeah. So some cop gets murdered with an axe. He follows like a blood trail. I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they send a cop back to the house. Yeah, yeah. And he's like live streaming his himself walking through the yes, house on yeah, his cell phone. Yeah, right. And he uh yeah, he gets killed by Leatherface. Uh first he ki- first he kills an one okay, so when the van flips, Dodario's friend is dragged out. I guess when he comes back from the county fair, he grabs her body out of the van. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's not dead yet, and he puts her in the freezer, and one of the the cop that's going through the house finds her body in the freezer, but he pops open the freezer, and she jumps up, and he shoots her in the head. Yeah, okay, yeah. So the cop kills one of the living, you know, victims. Uh, But then he gets killed by Leatherface. Yeah, and then Leatherface, Goblin Face, pulls off someone else's face. And makes himself a new face. Oh yeah, so I forgot about this scene where he cuts he cuts the cop's face off. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. And just I couldn't all, remember if it was the cop or not. All of a sudden makes a leather mask out of fresh skin because like leather doesn't take Right. You don't have long, to cure it or yeah, anything. It doesn't take a long time to make. Your skin anything. when you dye your skin turns to leather automatically. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> immediate it, leather mask. If it's removed from your body, it immediately leather. Becomes leather. It just hardens. <laughs> it's like it's been in the sun for ages, basically. Yeah, yeah, yes. Exactly. So we find out this is where we find out that uh Scott Eastwood is actually a bad guy. Yeah, so he's the mayor's son. I so here's the thing, like Dodario goes to like a bar to meet a lawyer. Anyway, she gets picked back up by Eastwood. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and that's where you find out that he's the mayor's son and that they just <laughs> want to kill Leatherface and everyone right. that's ever Well been. then do they use her to like lure Leatherface? Because I remember he like slaps her in the face and it knocks because boobs. It knocks her button off. Yeah, so here's... I don't know how they get Leatherface to come there. Because right. she they tie her up, and Leatherface comes in, and he's about to kill her. And she yeah. explains to him that we're family. He sees her scar yeah, and realizes yeah. it's the same scar that his mother had or something like that. So she, he realizes that Dario is related to him. He basically smells the Sawyer on her. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. And... Uh, Decides not to kill her, but I don't know how they lured him there in the first place. No, he. They, I'm pretty sure they tied her up to lure him there. Like they were using her as bait, basically. And then he shows up. He smells her. He doesn't really smell her. She has a scar that matches or whatever. So. But it looks like he's smelling. But it her. looks like he's smelling her up, and he's like, "Oh, you're my fucking sister, or cousin. whatever, cousin. You're my cousin. Yeah, whatever." Right. Leatherface actually cuts her free. Yeah, and uh, the mayor. So listen, let me just explain. <laughs> Let me just exp- let me let me reiterate real quick. So she's related to Leatherface. He smells her slash sees her s- scar, cuts her free. Yeah. So that's literally the only thing that matters to him is family. Saw is family. Saw is family. Saw is family. Uh. So yeah. She, uh, anyway, a, it's, a battle it's a battle ensues. With, yeah, yeah. Between uh, Leatherface and the mayor. Yeah. The mayor's kind of whooping Leatherface's ass. Yeah, yeah. 
and is about to pull him into a giant meat grinder. Yeah. He loses his saw. Daddario picks up his saw. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> okay, so this is okay. So this is I was waiting to get to this because it's the best this thing. Is, in the this world. is the greatest thing that's ever yeah. happened in my life. Uh, she picks up the saw. Leatherface stands up, and she like throws the saw to him and says, "Do your thing, cuz." <laughs> Best friends. Dude, it is 100% the cheesiest thing I have ever seen, and I loved it so much. Well, his new mask, like, so the mask he made, he looks like Clint Howard. I don't know if, <laughs> I think we talked about this yeah. before. I showed you a picture of yeah, Clint yeah, Howard. Yeah, I know who, yeah, Clint Howard. So she does the do your thing cut, which is one of the cheesiest fucking things I've ever heard in my life. I've seen Microwave Massacre. That's probably worse than anything that's said in Microwave Massacre. So he... Then kills the... Kills the mayor. Yeah, he drags the mayor into the meat grinder, into the meat grinder which yeah. doesn't look very cool. No. It's like all CGI. Yeah, and then like they... Shit. So basically at this point, Daddario's character and Leatherface are like best buds. Right, so she goes back to the house with Leatherface yeah. and is like... <clears throat> um, Reads the note that her aunt or grandma or whatever left her. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, he's in the basement. You'll have to take care of him, but he's loyal to family. Yeah, yeah. She even cleans his face. Like, she'll protect you. Yeah, or he'll protect you. And so, yeah, she cleans his face, and then he pushes her away and walks back down to the basement. So, somehow, her psychotic family genes came out. Yeah, they just take right over, man. Once a Sawyer, always a Sawyer. Yeah, I mean, she saw their family was murdered... Her murder, her murderous, crazy family, was killed by the town rednecks. So she became a murderous, crazy member of her I, family. I don't. They like, yeah. They tried to. I mean, they try to do something where it's like the big, like you, you start rooting for who was originally the bad guy. Yeah, I mean, they, they try to make it like the Sawyers were wrongfully murdered. And Even like, though they were a cannibal I mean, family. Maybe, but still, they probably deserved it. I mean, yeah, could they have gone through the justice system? Uh, yes, but... You might as well just kill them. I mean, yeah, it's kind of one of those things where it doesn't really, like... No. Yeah, it, it, it's it, just, just a hard no. So, I mean, the movie pretty much ends like that. Yeah, that's the end of the movie. I mean, she is now Leatherface's caretaker, even though... Like, nine people have died at this house now. Right. This guy just killed all of her friends. I mean, I don't even think we went over how... So, Trey Songs dies in the wreck. Yeah. What about the best friend? Remember, she's the one that the cop shot. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. So, she's the lone survivor, and now she is... Uh, the caretaker of Leatherface. She takes care of Leatherface now. So, that is that horrible fucking movie. Yes. Terrible. In, just in a nutshell. A terrible piece of shit, man. It was so enjoyable. But see, here's the thing, though. Like, when it comes to like a stab rating or something like that, I mean, it it de really depends on what you're yeah, looking mean, for. Yeah. Here's honestly, here's my opinion on the stab rating: is I can't give this over a five because there's not there's not enough gore. Yeah, it's not gory enough. There's there's not enough kills like. It just doesn't focus on that. Right, yeah. Um, now, all the other stuff's there. Right, so so five points of the stab rating in my book come from 
there it's really a, it breaks down into two things. There's five points available for enjoyability and five <laughs> points available for gore. We're getting into serious stab rating breakdowns, right? Now. So, so if you're like super enjoyable and like the gore is good and like you know the special effects are great and like the movie's well made, so I would say that's like the other part of it for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, this fails at that part so hard. Zero stabs out of five there. Yeah. <laughs> five out of the enjoyability portion, so I give it a five overall. That's pretty good. I like that scale. So I like the way you broke that down. Yeah, just, you know. I'd probably say a four. Four out of ten? Four-ish out of ten. Yeah, I mean, like you said, like the gore wasn't there, but the I laughed a lot. Yeah, no, this was a fun... It was fun movie. It to was watch. fun. It, we laughed a lot. It was an interesting way to kill an hour and a half for sure. Yeah, I mean, I had no desire to see this fucking thing. No, man. there are there are movies that there are definitely movies you should watch before you watch this. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. But it's fun. I mean, if you want to sit around, this is a uh, get together with your bros and drink some beer. Yeah, and wa- you watch movie. this movie and like just just laugh. Laugh. Yeah. yeah. No, it's funny really funny yeah no we laughed a lot it's it's worth watching just for that i mean because it's you're gonna have some good laughs you are so anyway that's that's texas chainsaw 3d four stabs and five stabs that's not i think that might be the worst scores we've given yeah i think so collectively yeah i think so what i'm trying to think of what you gave basket case i may have given it four stabs I don't even think it was that low. Maybe I think not, Basket really Case was above six, Texas Chainsaw yeah, 2D. I mean, definitely, yeah. <laughs> 2D. I, I definitely... Basket Case is... Yeah, I mean, I would say I liked it. I mean, more than this movie. <laughs> I don't know that I enjoyed watching it as much as I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, this. yeah. Well, like you said, that goes back to your enjoyability rating. Right. Your, enjoyability on your stab scale. Portion of my stab rating. Right, right. So... Well, thank you guys very much for checking out this episode of Gore Gab. I'm your host, Uncle Pony Boy. I'm here with, as usual, DJ Gill. I'm not going anywhere. Can't get rid of this nope. guy. Always here. I've got a sleeping bag in the corner. He's just He literally just sleeps in my room, and I wake him up when we watch movies. That's what we do. And then I'm like, hey, it's podcast time. Put your beanie on. <laughs> your recording beanie recording. needs to be on We're right recording now. Recording beanie. So check us out, guys. We're on Twitter at Gorgab Podcast. You can email us at Gorgab1985 at gmail.com. Still have received zero emails. Except for the one from Seth Points. Oh, yeah, Seth Points. But he was talking shit earlier tonight, so... He gets no shout outs other than that shout out just now. But now I'm gonna go I'm gonna retract that shout out and I'm gonna say I don't like you anymore. (laughs) But yes, definitely check us out. Shoot us emails, tweet us. Give us a rec recommendation. Yeah, we did this movie on a recommendation. Yeah. She was actually supposed to be on this episode, but she bailed last minute, so what are you gonna do? Weak as fuck. But But anyway, thank you very much, guys. I'll uh, you know, probably be hearing from you or like talk to you later or something this episode was brought to you by cup holder radio you can find more episodes of this show and others at cupholderradio.com or wherever podcasts are sold if this podcast doesn't make your skin crawl it's on too tight